right, go ahead. <clears throat> Welcome to the Hot Seat Podcast, presented by Marquee. Episode number four, I'm Ryan Truex, your host, and joining me is NASCAR champion. Oh, man. NASCAR cup driver, um, fellow height challenge person, Tyler Reddick. <laughs> yeah, thanks, thank, for coming on. thanks for the cushion. You can't see it. Maybe at some point it'll come flying up. Yeah, so that's uh, the first the thing is we're, we're both yeah, level. I, I really appreciate that. <laughs> He's sitting on his foot, but I'm sitting on this nice air cushion yep. that is uh, stuck down to the seat in here. So I'm up here and not not like down here drowning. Yeah, I had you said can't. I um, I ordered it on Amazon on Monday and it's Wednesday. So luckily they have Prime shipping and I'm yep. a Prime member. Or you would have had to have a snorkel. Yes. That would have been a little rough. Yeah, especially with having with having Bo and then being super busy, when you can't really find time to like get out to the store, it comes in clutch. If we yeah. need something ridiculous that you just can't find in normal stores, you normally get it in two days, and it, it's it's been very helpful yeah. raising yeah. little one with Amazon. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so you have a kid now. <laughs> I do. What's that like? Oh my gosh! I feel like I haven't seen you since since that whole yeah. deal happened. Yeah, the the people that know will understand what I'm saying. It's it's nothing like anything else that you'll experience in life. Um, but like for you and others that have, that, well, I, as far as you know, don't have a kid, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty you just, sure. <laughs> your mindset changes about just the day-to-day stuff. You're, you find new ways to just reach in and, and find new sources of motivation whatever it is right. uh, if you're having a bad day you come home you make your day a hundred times better if you're digging deep trying to find that last that last tenth of a percent to put out into getting ready for a race or you know being on time whatever it might be mm-hmm. it's just a motivation motivational factor but above all else it's it's just amazing and really hard to put into words I yeah. mean it's incredible to think oh my gosh I created a human being <laughs> he Kind of looks like me, pretty yeah, similar. Yeah. I, I, people don't agree with me, but I think he's got Alexa's face. Um, but it's just wild seeing, creating somebody that's a mix of yourself and somebody else that, that you love. And yeah, that's about all I can say. <laughs> those that, that those that have, those that have kids will know what I mean. Yeah, but yeah. Until you having animals is about as close as it was as it would get. I would say you know like uh, that, that's the similar bond. But you you quite literally ha- took part in help helping create a human being and that's just yeah, there's nothing like it yeah yeah i mean that's what everybody says and uh yeah maybe one day i'll, I'll find out yeah yeah <laughs> definitely save it for for the the right time <laughs> it's it's worth all the work but you you find yourself um you know sleeping less than you ever thought humanly possible you find yourself doing all these things and that that you just never thought you could do as a person mm-hmm. so you know yeah if you do it too early or if you know if it happens sooner than you ideally think or, or want it to happen you know i think people think that it's a negative thing but for me you know obviously Bo is unplanned but it was one of the best things that ever happened to me and it's allowed me to grow and become a better better dad and better person too that's awesome very uh very serious first topic oh, do we there. have a dog visitor yep <laughs> <laughs> there's 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 a pupper with a cone. Yeah. She just had to go get a new cone because she broke her last one. Oh, man. After she got her stitches ripped out. She chewed her stitches out twice. She said two sets of stitches. Here she comes. Coming back for more. Man, I got, I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Bo's, Bo's pretty tough, which is nice. 
<laughs> and cats can jump from pretty far heights and not really hurt themselves either, so I haven't had to really worry about... Oh, yeah, yeah. You still have a cat, right? Or multiple cats? I have a cat. I've had a cat for a long time. Uh, her name's Tux. We're off a different name for female cat, but she looks like she's wearing a tuxedo at all times. She's got the <laughs> bow tie on the nose and white white paws, um, but... I think you can still hear her cone dragging from yeah. the stairs. <laughs> She's embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, but my girlfriend Alexa brought home uh, a cat from Tractor Supply for like 25 oh. bucks. Okay. And when Alexa made the trek to move in... Um, like they sell cats there? Yeah, it was just like a cat they'd, they'd found on the street or oh, whatever. Oh. And it was like they're trying to find it a home and find Mila a home. And Alexa surprised me like, hey, I got a cat. I'm bringing her with me. It was Surprise. not ideal <laughs> because the two cats aren't anything alike. But yeah. Obviously, cat. If you're a cat person, you're not probably a dog person, but you know, cats are great. You can go travel and not have to worry about boarding them. They kind of take care of themselves. So, um, yeah, you know, they are. They're they nice. Are loners, huh? They kind of do their own thing. Well, Tux is like a dog in a sense. She grew up around dogs, so she, it, more times than not, acts like one. Like yeah. she'll, you know, want attention like a dog does. Very vocal like a dog is. It's it's weird, but. Um, <laughs> It's been funny with, with Bo growing and being able to finally move and do all these different things. Um, I think she just knocked over a water yeah, she bowl. she knocked over some more <laughs> stuff up there, but... Man, it's funny, Bo... <laughs> these, these cats, right? They were like the kings of that... Like the, the, the queens of the house, right? And uh -huh. Bo comes in this little thing and he keeps growing and growing. Now he can move. Now he can make noises and, like, interact with them. And these cats thought they were, like... They were at the top, top of the world, of the, and Bo routine, has just yeah. screwed all of that up. And just he's not—he's not mean to him or anything, but like he's just a baby. He doesn't—he's a—he's a toddler now, yeah, and he's he just exploring a lot. He's exploring Party. a lot, making lots of noises. <laughs> like the cats are very friendly, but and let him—they put up with a lot. But it's just funny—they—they they, every day it's like they see something new out of him. Uh -huh. And as much as it surprises us, it like it, it's just funny how they just really don't understand what's going on. They're just <laughs> letting this little guy just terrorize the house, and they're just like, what is this? Yeah. But, That's great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I'm glad you could take a little time off and relax in here. I Dude, had... this hot tub's nice. I, I'm i not used to uh, being this warm in the wintertime, but, yeah, man, yeah. I, so, I can't remember the last time I've been in a hot tub. Really? Yeah. Wow. Well, we got some, I forgot to say, um, you picked some oh, yeah. Woodford Reserve as our beverage. Yeah. Very nice choice. I'm glad yeah. I had it. So cheers. Yeah, we, cheers. We were really like cheersing, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. It's nice in a hot tub, I'm not going to lie. Oh, it's perfect. You can't beat a, a winter day chilling in the hot tub, especially midday like this. There's some, some shade. We still got the dog running around somewhere. Yeah. She's inside. The only thing I probably would have done was if, well... I don't know if you smoke cigars, but that's the only thing. I guess you'd have to be careful when I get your hand damp, but I like I like cigar, like cigar with, with, some or, with some bourbon or yeah, that's or that's a nice a nice you know like a like a, a scotch or gin you, or something like that. You a big nice. scotch guy, big whiskey guy. I'm kind of just tapping into the to the scotch side of things. I like some whiskey. Um, I like bourbon a lot though, uh -huh. and then probably my overall favorite though would be tequila, tequila. even on ice. Yeah. You love tequila. Wow. Love margaritas, but tequila is just so good. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel the best the next morning after I drink too much of it. This other really? stuff, oh man, it can hurt you a little bit, yeah, right? Yeah, the dark stuff gets you. Yeah. Tequila, <laughs> mm. Yeah, you feel all right. So what do I have to do to get you to uh, install a nice marquee in your backyard? I asked you before we went oh, on air. Oh, man. Well. I'm going to ask you again. 
as we were, we were joking about trying to find time to do this. Uh, just a day like today where oh you have, gosh. have an hour, you just go hop in. Well, that's the thing. I normally, I normally don't, uh, I normally don't get an hour till it's like six or seven o'clock and Bo's going to bed. I know that he would absolutely love a hot tub and yeah. I, I found myself, um, I used to be the guy like, oh, I don't need this or need that. Like that's, that's, you know, I wouldn't probably use it too much, but it, as soon as I like think Bo's gonna enjoy it, I go all I, I go over the top. Yeah, um, I, I'm scared I'm gonna spoil the poor little guy. But like, <laughs> it, as soon as I, I realize like he can get some enjoyment out of it, I guess that's as being a dad like that's something I never understood before, you know. But yeah. he, I could see him getting in here and having a blast and wanting to splash around. And he loves water. We take him to swim class every Tuesday. He loves the water and he loves like baths and splashing and doing this and that. It, he would love it for sure. So that if I got it, it'd be for him. Well, that's totally fine. We can get a smaller one. Oh yeah, they make like kid size ones or bit toddler size ones. They can make one that. I mean, you we and him are custom kind of made, right? Similar yeah, we're sizes, pretty, pretty so similar. Could, yeah. Do you get like a two person one? Yeah, a one and a half. A one and, and a half. quarter. Yeah, and you guys would be all set. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's what's awesome. so? Um, yeah, I feel like I haven't seen you in forever. I think I met you like twenty. 2012, 2013, right? When you first moved out here? You know, I was having Through a... Greg? I was having Off-axis? A, uh, yeah, Greg Stump at Off-Axis Paint. I was having a conversation. I ran into somebody that um, I met out here uh, seven, eight years ago. I think she did makeup for, for, like, production days and all that. That thing we used to do before COVID, you know? Yeah. And uh, she cut my hair a few times, but I, I have not seen this lady that, that cut my hair in seven, eight years. And I saw her yesterday, actually. Uh, she was at the RCR uh, shop that did the makeup for our little mini production day we had to do. Uh, but it's crazy to think it's been that many years. I feel like I blinked and I moved here. Didn't ha didn't have a clue what I was doing. And one of the only few people I really knew out here was Greg, mm -hmm. who, you know, uh, obviously paints our helmets. And yeah, it's crazy how time flies. He's changed shops. These have like seven houses. shops, I feel like. Well, yeah, I remember <laughs> the one that was that was in the was Talbert a, Park, right, or yeah. something? When I first met him, he was in a storage unit, and now he's like... Oh, I, did, like I didn't every, get to see that first shop, yeah. It's like every helmet in NASCAR, I feel like. Yeah. Well, the funny story about Greg, too, is we were good friends, and then it was still like two or three years down the road before he finally painted my first helmet because my... Yeah, I remember that. My, my dad was uh, really all about getting free helmets, which... <laughs> It's okay, Dad. But, yeah. um, you know, it was cool that Greg was all right with that. And when eventually the time was right, he finally started painting helmets. So, yeah. I just actually saw him right before I saw you, actually. I, was, really? I stopped in there to uh, check on the helmet that I got uh, pumped out. The new the new Rye helmet, the next the next generation, if you will. And uh, he was... The GP7? I think, I think it's GP7, GP7. Yeah. Have you used it at all I've, yet? I wore it at... Goodness, I wore it somewhere. It's escaping me. I think I wore it at GoPro or something in a tag card. I can't remember. But, was, uh, it fits really good. They redesigned the area around where the, where your ears are, so it's not really squishing your ears that that bad. And the they redesigned how it kind of sits. And it doesn't really squish your cheeks anymore, but they really did a good job of, of changing the padding and, and keeping it really secure around your face, but not oh. really... Like, it's very easy to talk, but it feels very secure in your head. So, obviously, you got to get the right size, which right. They, they've known and yeah. have had the right size helmet. But uh, the the newer helmet fits really nice. I like it. Yeah, I've, I've run Jeep or Arise forever, but I haven't I haven't got to the new one yet. Yeah, probably because I'm too cheap to get Greg to paint me a new helmet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the uh, 
you know, the helmets through Rai are great. Um, you know, the the craze, the 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 most lucrative part of the helmet probably is is the carbon air channel I get from RCR. It's it's nice. It, I mean, the, nice, the airflow nice is piece. insane. But man, you gotta be you gotta pick and choose how many of those you want to get, right? And where you want to put them, and which helmets you want to put them on. And I got them on this this new helmet, and it's this is I'm all little stuff yet, that but. that um, people watching or fans don't really know about, you know? When oh yeah, I mean, out, like like drivers not wanting to have to yeah. pay for a carbon air channel on their helmet because it's yeah, I mean, it's pricey and oh yeah, it's, it's so insane. much more work for the painter, and it's just well, I mean, yeah, it's definitely like a little, that. You don't a little even more work for the painter, um, but you know. You got to sit down and, and think. Um, you know, if this if I'm wearing this helmet four or five races, uh, it doesn't make sense to get the the really nice air channel. Yeah. It's a helmet you're gonna wear, you know, around half the races of the mm -hmm. year. It makes a lot more sense. Obviously, you know, you move up further. Um, you know, that stuff isn't as big of a a big of a, a price point. When you you're know, a making, cup driver. making more income. <laughs> you know, uh, you, you can probably just get carbon air channels on all the helmets. But yeah, but uh, well, you're, yeah, you got to talking a, to a low. A lowly truck driver. Oh so, man, I'm wearing a helmet from 2019 still. Hey, I, <laughs> I, I might be wearing my helmet from 20, 2019 a few times too. But um, I think Greg still has one sitting there waiting. It's been sitting on the shelf with my name on the front. Just like trying sanded, to figure out what's going to go on it. Just trying to yeah. figure out. So if we if we can get some more sponsors, <laughs> we can get yeah, more we. Helmets. Um, I I think I'd gotten two helmets through Rye uh, for for this year, and uh, the one is painted. But the other one, uh, thankfully, didn't get a carbonier channel yet, but it's sitting there ready to go. And, yeah, just waiting to see what, what we end up finding to put on there. So, any any help would be good for me, too, I guess. You could always you could always use help, but it's yeah, yeah. it's important that it's you're the right fit for, for the right partner. So. Yeah. so, what's with all the red or brown or whatever color you want to call them? It's kind of gone away a little you. bit. It's, it's probably it's kind of hard the to therapy, see. The hot tub therapy. Yeah. Well, I mean, it had been about a week, but uh, I get cupping and scraping. I have a slash therapist I go see that, that's here in Mooresville, and she does a really, really great job. And um, the the more I've decided to work out in the last couple of months, just upping that by, you know, doubling the amount I spend in the gym or working out, uh, obviously takes a toll on your body. And yeah. uh, with the cupping, scraping, and the therapy work she does to help repair my muscles uh -huh. um, has been good for me. So some of that is, is cupping, helping pull some pull some fresh blood into the muscle in certain areas where you're extremely tight or sore. Um, just works really good. So I try not to get too hooked on it. Doing it, you know, if you do it more than more than once a week, even once a week, can you can almost get build a dependency upon it. Uh, when you're in the season, I feel like that's okay. But if you can avoid it, getting too dependent on it in the off season. Um, you know, you don't you don't want your body to feel like it's something you have to have to right, be able right, to go right. out and do what you need to do. Mm -hmm. But uh, it definitely works great, and it's it's helped me uh, be more prepared, feel better in the car, and do a better job on the racetrack. Hopefully. Yeah. So how's the Cup Series been compared to? Well, I mean, you grew up racing dirt, right? Yeah. For the most part, so you yeah. went from pretty quick future races. Yeah. To well, you know, what's funny is, um, you know, the first couple times I did. 50, then 100 lap feature races and, and dirt late models. Gosh, they felt like they took an eternity. Now, I mean, they feel like they're over in a split second. I ran a, well, you, we were talking about iRacing last night and I had a, like a, a hosted session I put up and it was 50 laps in a big block at Eldora. Mm -hmm. And it, it actually still took, it took longer than I, I thought it was going to, probably because yeah. the cushion was up on the <clears> fence, <throat> running the wall the whole time, but it still is over way quicker than, than the races that uh, you know you or I have done in the past. I mean. It's a different mindset. 
Um, there's always an opportunity to improve your car. Um, yeah. There's so many more opportunities to make mistakes. That's the biggest thing. You know, in a, a 50 lap feature, yeah, one mistake can cost you two or three spots. Or if there's a pit stop, I mean, you can lose 30. So right. the stakes are just different. Yeah. But uh, the dirt racing is always fun. I racing allows me to kind of get back into that and, mm -hmm. and miss it more. But uh, are you going to race dirt at all this year or anytime soon? I don't know. I want to. Right, so right now, it's just I racing. I yeah. With with Bo with I guess yeah, you know that the, back the, to the, the moving time. target of, of COVID yeah. right now you know it's just uh, you, you, we want I want to make plans to do some of these things but at the same time I got to understand I have to be very careful because you know the show the show will go on if I get sick if I test positive mm -hmm. um, and and the way that the Cup Series is you know it's extremely hard to win a race and if you can't right. win a race. Um, and you miss one, two, three races due to COVID, um, it can pretty much take you out of making the playoffs unless you're having I mean, it, it Kevin Harvick Jimmy Johnson, like right? Yeah. I mean, he was, he, yeah, he was in really good shape and then in it, that one race kind of set them back. He had a really good late charge to get right back up in there. We actually, I was battling him quite a bit at the mm -hmm. tail end to make the playoffs, but that one race, you know, you can say it could have been the difference. It may not have been, right. um, but you don't know. That's you don't thing. know, but. It's That's a potential, why you can't afford to miss. Potential 60 points, right? If you win, it, yeah, max, you sweep maximize it. it. Yeah, 60 points. I mean, you know, I didn't, I didn't have COVID uh, the, this past year. I, and, um, I didn't miss any races, but you know, even with these double headers that we had this past year, you, you make a mistake in the first race, and it sets you back so far in the second race because a lot of the guys you're racing against have already kind of dialed their car in, mm -hmm. so now you're just racing against you know 35 cars ahead of you that have maximized their setup and uh if your car maximizes is a 10th place car yeah if you're back there in 30th it's really really difficult mm -hmm. to pass top level drivers yeah because yeah. the field's just so tight so mm -hmm. you're just kind of stuck back there and you just have to hope for a break sometimes you don't get it so mm -hmm. those double headers were very costly for for that yeah for that points point I, chase i felt like i kind of had the same issue running part-time just because you'd I mean, so much of your starting position is based oh, right. on yeah. the past performance. And then when you take the driver out of it, and it just goes off um, owner's points, I think you lose some percentage on that. Yeah, I don't know what the percentage algorithm. is. I feel like it's so. I, I mean, I think every truck more. race I ran, I started like twentieth to twenty fifth. Yeah. And I mean, one hundred fifty lap, one hundred fifty mile race, two hundred mile race goes quick. Yeah, the truck. Quick. The, the truck field was very stacked. I feel like it was pretty stacked last this 2019, but 2020 it was very very tough. Uh, I think this short races year is be even more. Yeah, I mean short races like that, and drivers getting smarter and smarter. You know, it's it's great to see. You know, the the in the last three or four years, how much the the current Cup drivers have been willing to step out of their comfort zone to become better. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you could almost argue maybe it's hurt the racing, but all the drivers have just gotten better as this car has changed. Yeah. Every little detail means so much more. Uh, you see that bleed down into the Xfinity Series and then the Truck Series of how these younger drivers approach their race. They're trying to, uh, you know, take notes and, and grow based off of what their peers and, and those that they're <coughs> chasing are doing in the Cup Series. And I think we've seen that bleed down, and that's made the Xfinity Series even tougher in the with amongst the really good teams and then obviously with the truck series with the ilmore program and everything that's that's changed there you just got a really tight field of, of really good trucks yeah yeah i feel like like um that kind of second half of the front runners so like your 
your seventh or eighth to, to 16th in trucks have got, gotten so much tighter. Yeah. Um, I mean, you still got the top few guys that are good every weekend, but I mean, there's a lot of new winners this year in in trucks, and I think oh, a yeah. little bit in Xfinity too. And yeah, I mean, that's it's very. It's all gotten more competitive as it's gone. That's that that. What you said is is probably the biggest. Talking about Cup Series and adjusting, I mean, it's probably one of the biggest things that that took a while to get used to is if you have a car or a day where you can break through that seventh eighth place bubble, if you will, and yeah. get get up there. You're racing against guys that are not as desperate because they know their car is pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know, you're racing against guys that, that race up front more, so not as uh, aggressive. And I guess I said desperate, kind of the same thing. But when you get back in that seventh to sixteenth range in the truck series, it's like that eighth to twentieth place range in in the Cup series. You got a bunch of guys that are really good at what they're doing, but their car's not driving great, yep. and it's just it's a dogfight on pit yep. road on restarts the whole time. It's pure chaos. I'm sure, especially Be- with the new package too, yes. it's made it even more. Oh man, I mean, crazy. You can you can be three four tenths faster than somebody and catch them, and that's it. <laughs> you can't break through the bubble again yeah. unless you can find some clean track mm-hmm. and kind of force them into mistake following the car ahead of them. It becomes very very difficult to pass. Yeah. Um, which, yeah, it's frustrating. But you know, you look back at the lower downforce cars. I think this would have all trended this direction: high downforce, low downforce, whatever it is. I mean, the drivers have just clearly gotten smarter. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll see a race come on every now and again. That's from like Fontana five six years ago. You know, you don't see guys stacking into the top top lane around the around the front stretching back straight away to get that draft. You don't see the aggressive blocking. Mm-hmm. You know, I think higher low downforce, you would still see the driving and, and, and aggressive nature that we see in the cup and, and truck and those other series that we do now. I think the drivers have just gotten smarter and understand how to manipulate the air and, and mm-hmm. take it away from your competitors. Yeah, I think a lot of it. I, I might be wrong on this, but. I think a lot of the, a lot of what's helped is the SMT data, being able to see. Yeah, that's that's been tough. I I love it on the cup side. I love having it for. Well, when you're learning, it's, it's you been, love it. It's been different, I guess. Right. Yeah. The the first four races, we were able to learn so much from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, Phoenix, we were 30th in practice, and I think we qualified 29th. Mm-hmm. We worked overnight, and we was able to kind of help point the direction of what I'm feeling to my guys, right? My team. And we made our car really good. We were able to drive up into the top five, and we were, we were way faster. But uh, now you have the SMT, but you you can't you can't look at it in the race uh, right. and and improve. You have to you have to your team has to communicate the differences. They obviously mm-hmm. can see it live, um, but you're not like it's not a it's not the same where you can analyze it, pick it apart, and, and tell your crew chief, hey, I want to go this direction yeah. with our car so I can do this better. Mm-hmm. You're boxed into you know, wedge, maybe spring rubber, and track bar adjustments, yeah. and, and and really, the way and, these cars are. And you can't are, lose spots on pit road at the same you time. You lose so many <laughs> spots on pit road. I can't tell you how many times this year, this past year, excuse me, that I really feel like we picked up two or three tenths, but the product of dirty air, and then to give up being around guys that already kind of understand how it works, you mm-hmm. lose six spots. You may get two or three back, but you don't really ever get yeah. them back. It's so hard to make that up. Mm-hmm. I guess I didn't think about with no practice. You don't really have any data to go off for that weekend. You have past, yeah, I mean, you past off, race off data. Yeah, and you go off your past, but unfortunately but it for, for Randall and myself last year, a lot of these races, we were going into them with not much. Um, yes, 
that RCR ran there last year with this package, but the body, the body that we have on our cars changed. We went mm -hmm. from this Chevy ZL1 to the ZL1 1LE. So the nose, the size of the cars, the rear deck lid, the the, the rear bumper, everything was different. So, yeah, so you can't really... the aero balance of the car was uh -huh. on a completely different, um, you know, different scale. So you really can't go off a lot of the notes that you have to prepare because with so much downforce on the car that really um, affects where your where your wedge, where the balance of your car, everything needs to be. Uh -huh. And once you throw dirty air into the mix, then it becomes very difficult yeah, to even yeah. know what you have in clean air. Yeah, I think all that put together, that's something that makes a good cup driver great, right? Is being able to adapt to all that on the fly. Especially yeah, the ones with, with the way I mean, with the way things are now with with limited practice and everything. Yeah, I mean, you saw Logano do it at Kansas. He plays to he played to his strengths in his car setup. You know, mm -hmm. Harvick is extremely fast and can hold on to very difficult to drive race cars. And when he gets that track position, see you later, he's gone. Hamlin was doing the same things, but uh, you know, Joey was a guy that. In that race, I was run almost run over the top of it. Felt like at times in the beginning of that race, just mm -hmm. but it was very hard to get around him. But he he played it smart. He didn't adjust. They didn't adjust their car really that much on pit road. Mm -hmm. They just maybe adjusted air pressure, which there's no time. You don't really lose time on pit road. Right. The adjustments made before the tires ever go on the car. Yep. Uh, and he just chipped his way to the front, and we chipped our way to the back by adjusting <laughs> our car, adjusting our car, right, adjusting just... it. We we definitely made our car better, but um, you know you kind of. You have one opportunity to pass these guys, I feel like. Mm -hmm. And if you're better than, you know, if I'm better than you in one spot and I pass you, you remember it, you understand it. And when the the, the situation's the same again, you know to guard against that. Yeah. And a lot of times it gets very, you know, it does, it's not very dynamic in that sense. You're either on the top or the bottom, really. These cars have a big wake. So mm -hmm. if you know that I'm better on the top and I can't pass the bottom, you just shift to the top and then that kind of yeah. ends the battle for that position. So. Have you had any run-ins with my brother? Hey all you hot tub lovers, it's me, the hot tub sales guy. The V94L now features specialized massage seats with a Swedish Massage Commander's Lounge. The Swedish Massage Commander's Lounge is my favorite after a hard workout. It's extremely roomy and comfortable, it's tall people and short people. It's got full body therapy, shoulders, lumbar, legs, and feet. Deep tissue massage seat, shiatsu massage seat, Swedish massage seat, relaxation massage seat. You've got seating at different heights. You can choose between deep soaking, or as I like to call it, marinating, or sit up higher to cool yourself down. Each seat targets different muscle groups. This thing is spacious, open seating, and plenty of leg room. If you're ready to experience the fastest way to relax, visit HotTubSalesGuy.com today. I wouldn't say I would, would not run-ins on pit road or anything like that. Like after, like there's really I don't feel like there's really any big interactions before or after the race. One of the double headers I was talking about, um, I believe it was, oh, it was the first one at Michigan. Uh huh. Uh, we, we were getting pretty, he was, he, we got a little aggressive. We were getting aggressive side drafting each other on the back straightaway. And I think his side skirt or, or something cut my left rear tire. So we had to pit under green. He, he had to pit under green too. Oh. But he was just, he, had a, he was just faster. So he's able to get his lap back. I, I never really 
did in the same way that he did. So he ruined your day, basically. He kind of ruined my day, yeah. <laughs> like I was, I, I think I drew one up to six or seven, and it was a double header, and I knew how Pocono went, right? So I'm like, I can't have a bad first day. Right. And I kind of stayed one lap down all day to the very end of a restart, at the very end. And on a green-white checkered, uh, I got caught in dirty air behind Byer, and he, like, late slide up in front of me off of two, lost the air on my car, fenced it, going to a backup car on the last lap. So, Damn. yeah, you know, it, it stinks when those things happen, but, I mean, it's racing. Like, as I just mentioned, it's so hard to pass. That side draft becomes so important. Uh, yeah, it's frustrating after the fact when you know, like, he ran. I think your brother got back to third or fourth. He was definitely better than us. I, I felt like I probably could have ran one or two spots behind him if I maximized my day. So I'm thinking, man, I probably could have ran sixth or seventh. But those things happen in racing. I mean, you got to race hard. It's getting harder and harder, as we mentioned. Drivers are getting smarter. Yeah. But, yeah, it's it's frustrating when you can go back and count I know. 40 that's, points. That's the hardest part. 40 points, right? That Hindsight's I think it was. twenty twenty. You can go back and find that 40 points really quick. And you, I could I take like Michigan, Pocono. Any yeah. race, any driver in any race can go back and say, I could have done that and been better. Yeah. Like, there's always, you could have a perfect race, win the race, get the pole, win all the stages, and you can still look back and be like, well, I could have done Oh, absolutely. This or that better. Yeah, I mean... You never stop learning. No. And, you know, we always think, what I could have done that different, but if you if you do that, if that situation plays out differently, the rest of your race becomes unique. It's not going to play out the, the same way that the rest of the race would have for you. Yeah. Well, I mean, the decision we make out there, you know, splits it off into a different path, and it just keeps going one way or another, you know? And, yeah, say that that situation between me and him doesn't happen. Maybe... 30 laps later, you know, something crazy happens on the front stretch and we both wreck each other, then both our days are over. You don't know what, what happens yeah. if that one situation doesn't take place. So hindsight's twenty twenty. It's important to understand the mistakes you make, but you don't want to get caught up in those one situations or that, that one situation that took it away. It's just about understanding the good things that kind of put you in that place and just trying to instill that mindset in, in a better approach mm -hmm. uh, and try and repeat that going forward. Very in-depth about racing. <laughs> yeah, we've been talking racing a lot. Yeah. you want to talk about other things? Yeah. Um, yeah, so what's... I know, like I said, I haven't seen you in a while. We haven't hung out in probably like two, three years. Since, probably I, since... I, was it Kilted Buffalo last probably, time, I yeah. think? That oh might have been gosh. a year ago. I don't I feel like 2019 feels like it was four years ago. Because 2020 was so weird. Man, so... <laughs> For me, it feels like 2019 was like six, seven months ago because ever since... Well, yeah, your time's been flying for you. I'm time sure. flies with a kid. Time flies in general, it seems like, for me as I get older. But from the moment Bo was born in the hospital down there in Huntersville to now, it just doesn't feel like a year. It's like, yeah. oh, my gosh. We, Alexa was showing me pictures of him from back in, pictures and video of him back in Maine. It's like, oh, my gosh, I forgot how small he was. Or It's just crazy to watch just time just quite literally evaporate, just mm -hmm. disappear before your eyes. Um yeah, that, that sounds like a negative, right? But that also means take advantage of every, every second you got with yeah, him or yeah. with anything you're trying to accomplish. Yeah, definitely. So serious. I know, I know. <laughs> everything so you, serious. You spin everything into such a... I you guess know, it's I, a, it's I'm a so teacher. sarcastic, it seems like 90% of the time, but for some reason right now, I'm all seriousness. Yeah. we got to get around that. It must, be the, so it must be the cupping and scraping. you think the whiskey would help out, but... Actually, I swear I get more serious whenever you're tipping with you. Because you're so sophisticated. So, no, not, 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 <laughs> it's not sophisticated. I'm pretty straightforward. I have a kid, and I work out, and then I go drive a race car. 
and I claim that I'm super busy, <laughs> which it does take up a lot of time to try and be the best you can at it. But yeah, I mean, you've been working people, out a lot. And... Some people think you know it's like a very like crazy um, life or whatever it is. It's a lot of fun. Don't get me wrong, but it's it's fairly routine. Like I would imagine other people's lives are. You know, you have you know what you're doing every single day of the week for the most part. You mm -hmm. get in a routine. And you just kind of chase that routine along. Yeah, I mean, um, even us, we've been trying to schedule this for like two months now. And yeah, every, it was a little every chaotic. One of us is busy. Yeah. You're busy, or I'm busy. I gotta watch Bo, or I'm, you know. Then you got family, and then family mixed in with COVID. It's like, okay, like, who can we, who, who should we let come stay with us? Like, what should we go do? Should we travel? Like, it's once you start thinking about all these things, right? I feel like you don't really have a lot of just time to like sit here and just like not think of anything like in this hot tub just you're always here, thinking about something in marquee spa and just and the time just disappears so that's why you need a hot tub that's why you need one of these i know man <laughs> i like said i missed my parents hot tub it was so nice i'm pretty sure everybody that's been in here is, has some interest now i think i've sold it to pretty much everyone so far so man you could be four out of four i would i would love to have one but just go gosh. win a race this year if I win a race, you know, I can make and make then you more can, sense of it. Yeah. yeah. We'll get you a nice deal. We'll put we'll put your uh, we'll put your logo and your number on the side. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah. And like a little wind banner or something. A little wind sticker. Wind sticker, yeah. It'd be perfect. <laughs> hey, it, it doesn't have to have any of that stuff on there. It, maybe if it just said Bo's hot tub, he would he would probably be in love with it. I think we with could his face on the side of it, he would think that's so with cool. His face on the side. Yeah. That's yeah. He would love that's it. That's easy. Very easy. <laughs> So aside yep. from cup racing this year, little Xfinity racing. Yeah, about it. Daytona is uh, the only race confirmed at the moment. Um, there might be some other stuff, but waiting to figure out all the details. But Daytona's always been a great track for me. It's really nice to be able to have practice again with with Cup and obviously the Xfinity car. Uh, I don't. I won't be working with my normal spotter as he's spotting for my Snyder full time on that on that RCR car. So I'll be working with. Uh, Crazy Chris Osborne, who did some of Daniel's stuff, mm -hmm. but uh, I've never worked with him before, but listening to the clips of him, I don't know if you've gotten to work with him, but uh, I think he's going to do a great job, and I'm excited to... I think uh, all the, honestly, all the spotters at the cup level are so good now. Well, I mean, they're all good. It's just learning, I guess. it's a matter of finding... I guess for a super Finding speedway, somebody that another, you like, or that fits your, your preference, right? I mean, there's some drivers that love constant communication. I feel like I'm more have a broader spectrum like you know i i've, I've worked with earl barbin mm -hmm. and he doesn't get too crazy detail filled i've worked with tj majors talks all the time always great information and i've worked with derek and i feel like derek's very similar in how tj was when i first worked with tj back in my you know young young days but derek was like that perfect like step in a, a different direction from tj that was like the perfect fit for me because i love to search and find things yeah. in lines yeah. i love the aggressive nature of the blocking which tj shares but uh you know that's my name yeah derek was just a yeah i hear that yeah but derek's just been a good fit and huh. the super speed races you can just trust somebody not even have to look right. when he says they're, they're basically driving clear. the car like you yeah. just you just do it you have um, to go for it yeah like like that that uh Xfinity race at Talladega. i just I was just listening to everything he said. I was kind of looking in my mirror, but you know, even if it looked like in my mirror he was there and he said they weren't, I was coming. Like I was zigzagging across the racetrack, and he's like, he's looking low, looking high. Yeah. And I have a good you know, memory good of you trust. doing that to me at Daytona. 
in 2018. Oh gosh. Oh, on coming down to the, the back to Oh the my white gosh. Flag. Yeah. yeah, I had her all spotting for me. I just never lifted. I just ran in the back of you. <laughs> but it worked. Dude. <laughs> I think we talked about this. Yeah. But my car would not accelerate under its own power. It had a short. Yeah. From so I don't know if it was from the exhaust. Something happened, and I would go to hit the gas, like prepping for a restart mm -hmm. and it wouldn't accelerate past like 4,000 rpms it was oh, just wow. stuck i'm like how am i gonna finish this race i yeah. just i it think it was the weirdest thing so the last restart i got the lead and then i chose the top because i thought you were blowing we thought we were, you were blowing up or something i thought i was blowing up too restarts. no i couldn't go at all and i wanted a pusher and i i forget how it worked out but i ended up choosing the top and the top lane just yeah, fell apart elliot elliot, Sadler elliot didn't push married to my bumper yep well, I thought he started behind me on that last restart. I think he started behind me and got behind you. And mm. then I had nobody behind me. I mean, but I guess I got, you can't blame him from the... the no, he was the, your teammate, right? The teammate aspect. And obviously, if you hear, like, somebody's blowing up and their engine's down, you just shove them out just, in, just an inch, right? Done deal. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're in bar, I buy them. I get it. Yeah. But... You, you had... You have way more... You had more experience in cars at that point, too, and, and ran more races and, you know... I'm sure he was thinking I was a bit more of a, you know, like, loose can. I was going to make a mistake. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But got lucky I didn't make a big mistake. Almost. That was a good race. Almost a mistake. Yeah. But that's funny that you said that because I remember coming off, too. I backed up to somebody. I think it was Kaz Gerala. And it happen, got a yeah. huge run. Well, I remember. You and Elliot were side by side. And I was going to go three way, three to the bottom. But Elliot blocked. So yeah, I it's went reminiscent. Up, and I was going to go split you in the wall. And I was like... Almost, Almost to your there. quarter, and you just were like, nope. I was just like, and I, I got just to. picked you up off yeah. the ground. But that's what I you got to do. I feel like... If you don't do that, then you no, don't win you, the race. No, you have to. Um, and we see that in the cup cars now. It's ruthless. you got to yeah. make crazy they're, moves. They're closing races. I've, I've shown how not to do it, unfortunately, at Daytona. And, and it was almost really cool, though. <laughs> it almost worked. I didn't account Eric shoving Kyle right back up into me. Yeah. Um, but I came up on Kyle, obviously. But I feel like that was the first time... I'd made an aggressive move like that in that Xfinity car because I was just thinking they were so just touchy. You couldn't drive them like mm -hmm. that. Yeah, it was out of shape, but it, it, it stuck. Like, right. when you hit me, it didn't spin me out. I yeah. was good. And I feel like that let me build confidence for, you know, moving forward. You know, like that, what I did at Talladega, it helped build that confidence to just yank that car all over the back yeah. straight away. Do what you got to do. Yeah. Unfortunately, at Daytona, I think that, that, year, that year in that RCR car, I tried a very similar move on Ross that I did with you, but I did it right as we were coming out of turn two, and it didn't work that time. He, he when he got to me, it shot me to the inside, and I lost all of it. Yeah. I didn't wreck, but I lost momentum big time. But that's just how it goes. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you never attempt that block, you never find out how it's going to end up. Yeah, yeah. you don't you don't want to be the guy that wrecks the field, but I would rather see if this push is either going to shoot me straight out in front and and stall out the run behind me. Mm -hmm. Uh, and risk getting turned into the wall, upside down, whatever it is. I'd rather take that risk and try and win than just give up altogether. Right, know? right. You got to be selfish to win those races. Yeah, I, you know, I feel like watching the Cup Series, that's what it's turned into kind of everywhere. You got to have the super speedway mentality a little bit. Yeah. Just, I mean, even if, like you said, if you're in that, and if you're ahead of that bubble of 7th to 15th or 16th or whatever, like... If you're clear by an inch, you have to take it. Yeah. I mean... Because if you don't, it, someone it else stinks will. stinks to, to chop someone that close. Mm -hmm. But if you never take it and you allow them to get that, that, I mean, if you're there and you allow them to get that huge side draft, 
you're parked in 10 cars would probably pass you <laughs> on a restart. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. Actually, uh, I think it was your brother at Can maybe in Kansas or or Kentucky. Maybe it was Texas on a repave. But um, your your brother split uh, pushed me off a two or something on a restart and he drove the inside of me and put me three wide. I was like, oh, you know, like really, like couldn't have stuck to my bumper. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I was all pissed off about it. So I got really aggressive, like right on his door. Like I mean, I probably almost touched at times. Yeah. Like I was mad, right? Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't trying to wreck anybody or anything, but I parked him so good. I, I remember looking back in my mirror, and I, I couldn't even see him. By the time I got to turn one, he had stopped. But that's that's the that's risk. I mean, that's how it is on super speedways, yep. Yep. and now all these other tracks with that package. You've got to get up. Mm -hmm. You've almost to the point, you know, even at GoPro sometimes, like even if you're just, just here, obviously in, our, in those cup cars and stock cars are heavier. Yeah. But like even at GoPro, if you like someone gets a run and they get barely here, if you can still chop across their nose and, yep. and push back off, you're the good. difference between keeping the position you have or losing three or four. Yep. It's just the way you have to race now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We I mean, got back I, to racing again. I know. How'd we I'll do that? Imagine that. that. <laughs> what do you right. what else do you want to I talk got about? One, I got one more question for you. Alright. Um, Is it racing related? It's not racing related. Okay. I'll try not to mess it up. I think I I don't know if I know the answer to this, but I asked I think I asked everybody else, what's your favorite memory with me non racing? <sighs> that you're allowed to talk about. It was a good but a bad memory, kind of. <laughs> um it it got it ended badly because I didn't know where I was or where I was going at the end of the night. But when we were down in uh, Miami, yep, that's years what and I was years and years about. ago, <laughs> with Greg, it was great. But maybe it wasn't the first night, but one of the nights, I lost connection with you guys, uh -huh. and I was just like roaming Miami by myself. Yeah, and I'm like, what am I gonna do? Yeah, but, um, I think Ryan's friend at the time, I happened to get a hold of her and she let me camp out in her room until <laughs> uh until i got like back in touch with you and and um with and greg and and the other ryan and then i was able to to meet back up and, and go to bed but it yeah. was so it was a was... great time there's flamingos right like greg jumped on a flamingo i think right on the sidewalk there was yeah there's there there a lot of stuff am i on. am i crossing the confidential line like no, you know no. it was no, it was a great time it was so much fun yeah but we were some some younger lads. Oh my gosh! And, uh, so young. I think we were there for. I think it was Homestead. It was weekend, right, after, right? right after. I mean, yeah, it was. It wasn't Sunday night. I think it was like Saturday. Or well, Ryan would have been running. Neither of us were ra were racing right that weekend. We were just no. There. I ran. I ran, ran the truck race. Truck race. Right. I was right. going for fourth, and I spun out under Kyle, and I don't remember where I finished. But so that was 2013. I don't know. 2014. I was still 21 though. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was a good time, but I think I, I know we were there for multiple nights. But I, I maybe maybe Ryan missed other Ryan missed the first night because he was running the Xfinity race. But Ryan Reed, yeah, Ryan Reed. Sorry, Kurt yeah, Dawson. I should clarify. Sorry, yep. the other Ryan, Ryan Reed. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, it was so fun. Like like you know, staying in those little tiny, just weird, gross we hotels. At, yeah, we beds were beds that are even small for small people like us. Yeah, I mean it was. I've I've been back down there a couple times since, but not obviously to like you know have fun on a weekend and. When you're that age, and like you go somewhere like that for the first time, it's like you're in a different world. Especially oh, yeah. Miami, from especially where Miami. I grew up to, oh, yeah. to somewhere I like mean, that. <laughs> there's same here. I mean, I grew up in a town of like 15 and, and on the West Coast, and you just don't see that. Yeah. But, man, it it is kind of a I, it's not kind of. I knew related. that was going to be your answer, but I also knew there wasn't much we could talk about from it other than 
been probably it you wasn't getting lost, that getting bad, separated from us. Yeah, that was like that was kind of scary at times because like my phone was dying. I didn't know where I was. I didn't know where that was to go. before like find my iPhone was a thing. Oh yeah, or and any of that, or like iMessage or FaceTime. Yeah, <laughs> I, I actually well, there's two things that that I was gonna say about that trip. I, it's it it's unfortunate to think like you know I feel like once all this is hopefully behind us with the pandemic and all that. Yeah, I don't right, know if you'll ever even, truly feel comfortable doing right, those, yeah. you know, going out and being around being all those around people a huge again. Crowd. But the other thing that also happened that drew me absolutely nuts when we drove home after that was uh, you guys having to have the uh, oh, car yeah, audio. Right. We, we had the we you had, had to have the car, car audio from dirt tracking, dirt tracking, on the iPhone game or yeah. yes, yeah, iPhone Android game. They're like on two or three now, but it just came out and you guys were convinced to like beat each other on the best lap but yep. you had to listen to the car audio on the radio on the in car on greg's camaro's so we were listening car to the game system. on his audio on his system audio system and after about like five hours of hearing nothing <laughs> but this just late model bounce off the chip on a on this little little sound loop i was i was so checked out of from what i what was going on that i accidentally got on four i think it was oh you were Daytona, driving. i was driving yeah, yeah, yeah. The sound had zoned me out so bad because it was so miserable because I couldn't play it. They're playing it, having a great time. Yeah, I I made a <laughs> wrong turn because I was so blind. I'm just like, I Southwest. can't stand this noise anymore. <laughs> that I got on four, I guess it was, and went to Orlando. And but when I and by the time I realized what had happened, we were like We're at like, like Disney We were at like Disney. I'm yeah. like, oh no, I made a wrong turn. Then you guys were mad like, oh my god, why were you paying attention? It's just like if you only knew what I had to listen to. Yeah. That yeah. was that was a road trip and a half. Was it just us three or was there four? I can't remember. You you sat in the back. I just didn't want to sit, in the, sat in the back. That's why yeah. I drove. I sat in the back and just played games. Oh my gosh. I mean not that the seats are uncomfortable, but it's just you know, it's it's a hard car to road trip then. That's a it was a ten hour drive. I think Smaller I made it a twelve yeah. hour drive with our little detour, but <laughs> yeah. Crazy how long ago that That's, was. I totally forgot. But of course you forgot. I can't forget it. It's, it's I have PTSD. I still wake up hearing that, <laughs> that that late model engine sound on a loop. It's like, oh my gosh, not again. That's great. <laughs> it wasn't that bad, but... Well, I'm yeah, glad you had the same story. memory that I had. Because yeah. I was trying to think before we I mean, did it was, this. It was a great... I mean, it's just... There's nothing like that. Like down there. And yeah. It was a great way to end the year. It's unfortunate we don't go there, but I mean... Phoenix is still a really nice place to end the year yeah. on. Once, hopefully once everything gets back to normal. Maybe right. we can replicate it in in Phoenix one day. Maybe I'll probably <laughs> I'll probably be hanging out at the in a little couple kiddie years pool when, or at the at the water park when he's a little older. Sending Bo down the slides <laughs> and all that. The only good thing about having a kid early is, or, or I would say wouldn't say early, but at twenty four or whatever it is, or I was at the time. By the time he gets you know to be like you know like college years, I feel like I'm gonna have a little bit of gas left in the tank. I'll be able to run hard with him and go you know like all right like on you know like. On parents' weekends, like, the rest yeah. of the parents going to be, like, having to take their, like, you know, back pain medicines and this and that. <laughs> I'm hoping I'm still in really good shape when I'm that yeah. old, but I'm going to still have a lot of fire left. I'll be I'll be ready to run hard and show them how it's done. Perfect. Perfect. Just, just you know, don't I don't want him to hear about this until he gets at least about, you know, off and ready to go to college. But Alexa jokes about that. She's like, I can't wait to be, like, the cool young mom at, like, I guess parents weekend at, at college or whatever, mom's weekend or whatever. She like, yeah. like you're thinking way ahead. That's... We haven't gotten there yet, but <laughs> but yeah, that that is gonna be one of the upsides to it. Having yeah. having yeah. young, we have plenty of energy still. Yeah, if you don't have more. Whew. <laughs> That's once you have one, 
it's it's awesome, right? And then you find yourself, oh my gosh, it was so nice when you did this and that, and that's that's how you have more, yeah. because you find yourself like missing the the moments when they literally couldn't move and they would just like want to snuggle with you or whatever it was. Yeah, you find yourself missing it, and that, that's how you talk yourself into having more. So, yeah. so my, I'm holding out, but who knows? <laughs> there might be more on the way. So my brother and sister, are two years apart, and my brother is 12 years older than me, and she's 14 years older than me. So they went 12 years and then decided, I don't know if they That's decided, crazy. but then here I came. It just so happens sometimes. Totally, I messed up their uh, their cool college parents <laughs> plan. I'm so. sure they could still find a weekend to go, you know, by the time they were in college, you're, you know, old enough to have someone that can babysit you. But. Yeah, so you never know. You never know. I guess that'll be the... That's the uh, that's what we learned from this podcast. You never know. You never know. <laughs> and that's it. Well, thank you for being on. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers empty, again. But cheers. Yeah. Slow down. All right. I know. Jeez. I know. You had like I two told before you this. I got. I get, I get you, so comfortable. You, you, you're taking two shots before I even poured this for myself. I was like, yeah. Geez, well, whatever. I'm kidding. <laughs> no. Normally, um, normally, I'm the one that needs to like take it easy. I, 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 I mean, just you like start just acting like, like racing. You start you know? acting like Bo. Splashing around in the water. And splashing around the water. Mumbling. You know, like, I like to go fast. And that, that means I like to drink fast, yep, too, sometimes. Yep. I was worse when I was a couple years younger, but not as bad now. It's all about moderation. And, uh, and you're pretty good Woodford on ice helps that. Nice and nice and smooth. Yep. All right, well, um, at Tyler Reddick, right? Is that all your At socials? Tyler Reddick, my name. It's pretty much... <laughs> Pretty much Pretty it. Easy. Just at Tyler Reddick. Paul Tyler. Um, Tyler Reddick on Facebook or yeah, it's it's at for Twitter and, and Instagram. But, uh, yeah, crazy. It's crazy to think like I've had. I'm sure you've had it forever too, but like Facebook. Like oh my gosh, I remember when I made it. 2009. Oh, can't yeah. believe how long I've had that. Yeah. Time just flies, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's those are my social medias. Not the extremely. I'm not the most active person, but normally. If I get on Twitter, I say something that normally more times than not is is, is, is worth you get in, time to read. Yeah, yeah. Or you get in trouble. Or I get I get in trouble. <laughs> I'm, I'm either mixing up with NASCAR chasm. I get in trouble, or I just have something really smart to say about something I don't know much about. So perfect. You know. Yeah. And then Instagram's like... more like Bose platform, or you know, <laughs> post whatever it would be. Pictures, videos of him doing crazy stuff. Nice. Well, follow Tyler. Um, you know my social. Follow Marquee at Marquee Spas. Shop.marqueracing.com for merch. And uh, yeah, see you next time. Yeah, thank you guys. Great, great hot tub. Thank you, Marquise. <laughs> Thanks, Ryan. Appreciate it. This is, it turned out to be a really nice day to do this. Yeah, other than my drinks. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> we can get you more.